Welcome to Women Leading the Way radio show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations, and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Jeanette Chatteris, your host of Joy-Filled Living Radio Show. Our show topic today is creating a, a business that you don't have to be present at all the time and being able to live wherever it is you want. And today our leading man is Jamin Osborne. Welcome, Jamin. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you. So tell me, I know there's a lot about, I mean, we all dream of like living on the beach and our business kind of takes care of itself, but reality doesn't always fit that. So what prompted you to try to do this remote business uh, lifestyle? Well, it started because my, my wife is originally from uh, Mexico, and from, uh, she was born and raised in Mexico City. And um, we were in the U.S. She was there for about 10 years. And then um, I met her, and we were together, and we got – and then um, – we were having a baby, and we had no family where we were at. Um, in fact, when we had, I brought her into town to, you know, to be the ta- in the town that I was living in. Um, in about four months, my family that was there, they all moved out of state, so we were alone. And then um, all her family, of course, was in Mexico, and. Um, when she got towards the later months of her pregnancy, she really wanted that family support. And so with our first uh, child, she went to uh, Yucatan. She has family there. And we had just really started our business, um, custom drapery, workroom, uh, fabrics, upholstery, and those things. And um, I started traveling back and forth to be with her. And so that is when we started, I guess, you know, being absentee owners uh, initially at, you know, like a, a month or two months at a time. And I would imagine that's a really difficult business to be an absentee owner in because there's a lot of client in-person uh, issues that you've got to work with. Yeah. So it's like, <clears throat> you know, a lot of times when you think about having a remote business is something that you can do strictly online and almost let, you know, just algorithms or something take control and you just check in and plug in some information and, you know, check in on emails and things. And there's not really that tangible aspect other than maybe, uh, sometimes even that could be done, like if you're doing products and things, but this is a real service oriented mm-hmm. business. And so it was having people in place. And 
to to be the eyes and ears and uh, you know the, the physical body because there, there's like deliveries and pickups and things that happen. So that first go round was a real learning curve for us. Um, we got some people in place and. Um, unfortunately, that, that first time, uh, it was the wrong people. You got to have the right team. You got to have the right team. Yeah, that's crucial. And so, um, the, our baby Chloe, she was born on September 12th, and I stayed uh, about two months. And by the time I got back, oh, wait a second. I was because there's something that a lot of people don't know. That's like the busiest time of year for drapery companies. Yeah, yeah, that, everything that, heading towards Thanksgiving and Christmas. Those are the big deadline periods, yeah. and a lot of work is getting done at that time. And <clears throat> one thing that I noticed was, even though it was the busiest time of year, um, one thing that we made a mistake on was we forwarded our calls to another person to field those initial calls. And mm-hmm. so I had no tabs uh, set up to see what was coming in as far as leads and needs. Then another thing that happened was um, just – that person that you had put someone in place to be kind of like a manager Mm -hmm. and they, uh, and we made the mistake of providing them with a salary, um, the first go around. And it came to where there was little to no work being done. And, um, it was just kind of bad all around. By the time I headed back, um, it was to uh, end relationships, I guess I would say, you know, uh, with people mm-hmm. that we had in place to salvage uh, the business, put out fires, and then to reestablish uh, a new new processes because I need I wanted to go back. Of course, my wife stayed. Because um, then uh, with a child being born abroad, um, we had to make appointments at the embassy uh, for citizenship and, and things like that. So that was a really tough time uh, for us, and it, and it was a tough time for me personally, um, just uh, dealing with that whole situation. No, that's, um, that's I, really difficult. And it's hard when you're depending on people who are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. So ha- did you change that, that salaried position to a commission basis? Yeah, so there was um, – and that that was something that, uh, you know, I guess I would say uh, was important uh, initially is um, – being away is having it being uh, result-driven compensations. 
mm-hmm. and also um, as needed payments. So it's, you know, finding more like part-time people that were flexible to do things, um, and then pay them based on uh, the services and the things that they were you know doing for us. Right. And that helped a lot, of course, uh, financially. Um, we weren't just throwing money uh, away. And and then it it was much better because then their compensations and, and payments that we were making really reflected uh, the business that we were bringing in and, and what we were providing. So there was much more balance. Yeah, years ago and, I worked in a drapery workroom and – I know there were times a year when, you know, they had, she had to hire extra, but she couldn't, like in January, it's like dead, you know, so like, you're, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I can breathe again. Or it's all those people that could wait until after the holidays or, you know, it's like, okay, well, we're not going to get your master closet. We're not going to get the, 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 the master bathroom done, but we'll get the public areas done. And, mm-hmm. uh and and so then you get into those, but January is is whole very very different from December, and your needs are very different for workers. Yeah, true. Like, um, yeah, during that time we do have a uh, consistent workroom manager, and mm-hmm. uh, like a and then a consistent uh, other uh, seamstress that is like part time, but. Mm-hmm. Um, we did, uh, you know, at times, sometimes we have, you know, like four or five uh, seamstresses in the workroom uh, working on, on projects, uh, just depending on the workload. And then, um, so you do have, uh, you know, manufacturing, which uh, is a little bit easier for us to uh, manage, but yeah. uh, sales... Um, measurements, installations, pickup and deliveries, um, and then just uh, general service calls and, and things like that were um, other players, you know, other people. And um, so at that first go-around, the uh, person we had managing um, – I would just say failed, failed us, and um, and then uh, an installer that we had um, and also a salesperson that we had. The manager was supposed to do sales, and she wasn't doing anything related to that. Um, And then the other person was, you know, referred to us by another company that we respected, but... Um, <clears throat> there was just poor decisions. There were, um, yeah, jobs sold under cost. You know, we were basically buying products for people. Um, wow. And and losing money. And then installations, you know, being uh, told, you know, that we could rely on them for uh, quality installations. And that didn't happen so um, it was kind of, uh, you know, all all around uh, in those other areas where there were breakdowns. 
And so hang on, I, I have to do this, but we're going to take a quick moment and recognize one of our sponsors and partners. Okay. Women Lead Radio today is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good and are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a force for good and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. Thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and partners. Now, with all of this, did you have to face some technological changes in what you're doing to, to make this happen? Yeah, I was. Um, so a lot of what we do do remotely is, you know, we do all the uh, estimates, we do the purchasing and ordering of materials and, and that we need uh, for the workroom and the you know, fabrics and uh, decor items and all of those things because um, all of that's done, uh, can be done online and through, uh, you know, emails and text messaging and, and things like that. So we uh, – I guess I would would say kind of like where we're at today is um, we work remotely uh, a lot of times. I I do uh, come back and planning on coming back actually uh, uh, for the month of November uh, and uh, to be more hands-on and just kind of continually, you know, tweak things. But um, – We usually spend a good amount of time during the day uh, on the on the business, especially this time of year, um, uh, as it's needed. And it is, uh, you know, phone conversations, uh, working on spreadsheets, and coordinating, um, you know, installs and deliveries and pickups and and things like that. Um, but uh, we still also get a lot of freedom, and we get to be, especially, you know, my wife, because now we're with uh, a second child that was born September 2nd this year. And congratulations. Thank you. So um, I think in the course of, like, two years of this process, um, we've gotten a lot better. Um, to where we're very pleased um, that we can be where we're at um, as basically absentee owners of a, of a business that is uh, continuing to grow also. So how did you go about finding the right team? Because I think that's, I mean, you're a bunch of women and a lot of women entrepreneurs. So how did you go about getting the right team in place? Um, <clears throat> well, I think that uh, I found a good, uh, a really great uh, installer that was uh, referred, but working with them initially. So I think it is important to spend, a, you know, the time that's needed to uh, really understand the person. Uh, for us, it's, it's definitely quality and professionalism. 
is important, but also their character and the way that they uh, work with other people because mm-hmm. we want to have, uh, you know, it's kind of like your brand and customer service and kindness and um, going above and beyond is really, uh, I want to say, like the foundation of our business. Mm-hmm. And so having shared values is uh, important. And then I was already at a place where I could trust my installers uh, without me having to be on site. And mm. a lot of that had to That's do just with so volume. Cute. You know, I couldn't be everywhere at once. And so um, getting to that position. And then when it came to uh, sales, working with uh, people going on joint sales calls at first, um, and kind of baby steps, you know, a lot of it is even if the person is capable and they're a professional and they're a superstar, um, I as the owner also need to – I need to have that trust and build that trust. And especially after that first go-around where um, there's a lot of breakdowns, um, I really needed to have that trust earned. Um, So not just giving it blindly, but really seeing it. And then having a bit more of a a deeper connection and relationship with the people that I'm working. So we're, so we are more like family, you know, we're more of a team, uh, uh, you know, that we have the same goals and, and the same level of care uh, when it comes to uh, what we're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I've worked with several of your people and I have to say, Everybody there is amazing, and they do go above and beyond. They're very courteous, and and you want, and especially in a field like yours where there's several other people representing you, they've got to present you in in the image of your brand, of your company. So did it change yeah, absolutely. how you do any marketing? Did it change how you market the company? Um. Yes, uh, and I would say that um, because when I'm when I am present, when I'm there, a lot of our marketing is, I want to say, it's uh, relationship building. It's me face to face networking. So our our business uh, primarily has grown, I would say, through networking, through referrals, and. This time, um, we did entertain uh, doing some, uh, like, I want to say advertising, like mailers. Mm-hmm. And so we've done that. But um, I think for our company, for, for our business, it, it really is the relationship building and the networking that um, – building our uh, our company. Right. And so I guess the difference um, would be, uh, you know, allowing people to grow into those roles 
of relate being relationship builders of um, you know uh, I want to say being proactive in introducing themselves to other opp- opportunities you know to other businesses. Um, my background had always has been in outside sales as a mm-hmm. like a manufacturer representative and I grew my territories and my business all with physical sales calls, going in and talking to people, um, maybe emailing, uh, doing uh, cold calls. In fact, that's mm-hmm. something that I, I did here even in Mexico is had my just, you know, got together a list of, uh, other designers and, and uh, businesses that would use our services and um, our products and made initial phone calls and introduced ourselves and um, and that could be done anywhere. Um, you know that you know <laughs> I'm, I'm on the same continent. The Sometimes we're not phone. even on the same continent. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and and then what's nice is um because I do come back and I, and I visit and I spend time with the, you know the business and with clients is like I'm I'm actually leaving tomorrow to come back to uh Southern California and I already have a week full of appointments uh where I'm going to be meeting people um uh, going to some key installations with some uh key accounts and um, just kind of keeping that momentum going and, and meeting some new people also, some new opportunities. That sounds awesome. And in the meantime, you get to – I mean, you're not working all day when you're down there. You're you're, you're working you're – still, you're taking your kid to school. You're, you're, yeah. you're being there for your wife, get to spend time with the newborn. Yeah, I think a lot of it is uh, being with, you know, having time to be with family and to be with my yeah. uh, my daughters. And, you know, when I first came, because I came in, uh, I've been here a long time this go-round. I uh, arrived this time in Mexico City August 15th, and mm-hmm. I did have a um, not as busy. And um, at that time, I kind of took a little break, to be honest, my uh, we have a, a, a person in Riverside that also does a lot of admin stuff and uh, does a lot of the estimates with my wife. and uh, So they would work during the day uh, as needed, uh, putting together estimates, placing orders, and coordinating things. And I would walk my daughter to school and then I would um, stop at a place uh, and take uh, qigong lessons. Um, I was doing that, and then hanging out at that same little studio because they had a cafe. And um, I would, you know, have some coffee or tea and maybe a couple snacks. And I could work from there, calling people and texting and emailing and. Uh, arranging uh, installs, which is uh, something that I still uh, did, um, and talking with clients, and then 
you know, go back to uh, where we were staying and then have a meal with the family, with my wife, and then I'd go walk and pick up my daughter and bring her home. Yeah, it was... Sounds like a dream life. Like a vaca- <laughs> vacation, almost, really. Yeah, Sounds like a dream life. I was doing some yoga, yoga in the evening at a, another studio. And I, I will say, though, in the last uh, several weeks, last month or so, just because it's gotten busy, I haven't been able to make the Qigong classes as much as I'd like. Um, just because I have what to... Um, it's kind of like... So I don't know if you're familiar with like Tai Chi or yes. those things. It's, it's movement-based. It, it's based in, uh, you know, uh, Chinese martial arts. Um, and like Tai Chi is, you know, slow moving, um, but the movements uh, are, they would say, like martial in their form that mm-hmm. if you were to do them quickly, it would it would be like doing martial arts. Um, qigong is, also has to do with qi, like with the energy, um, okay. but it's more, I want to say, it has flow, like Tai Chi, but they're not um, as martial. So they're not exactly like movements that you would do to defend yourself or uh, strike somebody or anything. Um, it's more about moving mm-hmm. your body with energy and to harness that. And uh, and it is also like a form of exercise. There is balance and strength and things that that go with that. Um, Very cool. And there's also the – oh, go ahead. I, I just – it sounds interesting, that's all. Yeah, it's learning a lot. My instructor um, also likes to educate a lot on, you know, the history of it. And um, it is uh, affiliated also. Also, there's like a Shaolin style, and I'm sure and that's kind of gotten a bit popular, like the idea, like the Shaolin monks and um, some of the physical things and exercises that they do. Um those usually we did do some Shaolin style, and that is a bit uh, more strenuous. And um, to be honest, I kind of prefer the more relaxed, chill Qigong uh, <laughs> style. But but right. the Shaolin style is good because I mean you feel it, especially in your legs the next day, and there's a lot of yeah. squat type of. Uh, Postures. So we've got about three minutes left. I want to give you a chance to put your website out there. And if you've got any last-minute thoughts on, like, how to – how to, would you, would you want people to call you and say, how did you build this? Do you want to feel those kinds of questions, or you only want to deal with great yeah, questions? I could, okay. I could, I could do that. So, so – um, you know, give us some last-minute tips on, like, how do you build this dream life? Because that's what yeah. you've done. You've built a dream life. Yeah, well, in our uh, – so I think that a lot of it is uh, being fluid. 
you know it's it's uh, being able to adapt and being able to empower other people really i mean that's kind of what it comes down to is all those people that i have in place they have to feel empowered to be able to and supported so yeah um you know giving them the autonomy to make decisions to recognize that they're professionals that they're um skilled and that they're valuable and that um and that they're supported that um if they have any needs if, and um that that those can be met and um i think it's uh you know a business model that works well also in uh sales organizations you know like a good manager is a manager that you know lets his salespeople be superstars and not trying to you know do a cookie mold of this is how we do it this is what your calls are going to look like and you need to check the box that fits my personality it's what are your strengths and right um and i think yeah and i think once i've really trusted and gave that space to the people we have in place that things really began to flourish um and it's not always the, exactly the way that I would have done it, especially when it comes to right. sales and design and things like that. Um, cause there's a lot of subjectivity in our field, but it works. And um, and I have to admit, you know, like, you know, some of our salespeople I think are much better than I am. <laughs> All right. What is your website? How can people find you or contact you? It's um, customdraperies.net, and um, draperies is D-R-A-P-E-R-I-E-S, and it's all one word. Customdraperies.net is the website. Um, Our email is probably the best way to reach us, and that is llcdreamline um, at gmail.com. And talking about, you know, building a dream life, uh, dream line really is the term that I took away from, uh, it was a a coaching certification course I took about five years ago. And building a dream line is doing exactly that, is um, looking at what you want your life to look like and then... um, becoming that and taking and doing the steps needed to grow into that. And um, in some ways, I mean, I guess you could use the word manifest. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, you know, when you start being in your core and, you know, what you want to be, then things really do kind of present themselves, present themselves to meet you. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I want to thank you, Jamin, for so much for being with us today, being our guest today, and a special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. 
And after our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. It's been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.